0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Championship Rewrap. What is this, like, episode 74 by now? What is Boston, <laughs> Spo- Boston Sports fan? Shit's wild. This is, is the second iteration of the Boston Red Sox Championship Rewrap. The 2007 Boston Red Sox. And I can't believe, you know, if we're going to you know put ourselves in the headspace of 2007, I can't believe we're here doing a fucking show the second time about the Boston Red Sox winning a world Series. it's 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 such an unbelievable thing you know before before we get into you know what what a crazy time it is for the red sox and and, and what's going on in the world right now what what do you guys remember about this team Ray go first.
1: Uh, I remember being i I I, I can't say excited because I mean obviously I know well no i I guess I started with the word because so obviously, two out of five, you know, they get to the playoffs, but they lose in the wild card round two uh, oh, or division round two. White one, Sox, which, to white Sox. Graf-
0: Graffinino Buckner to ball, bro. I'll never yeah, forget yeah, it.
1: Yeah, Graffinino. Oh my God! Wow, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. That's 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 the name I didn't even remember. So you just said that.
0: Never but, forget it.
1: Yeah, I I just remember the many home runs in Game Three, but they ended losing that, that 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 game in that series. But um, obviously that that game that that year ended prematurely. Um, and in '06. It was just a bunch of injuries, right? And so I think that team went eighty six to seventy six. Vertech got hurt. I think Ortiz got hurt. And, you know, I just think there was just a lot of things. No, 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 I'm sorry. He he was phenomenal that year. But I Yeah, the fake to they, fake
2: to heart attack to get away from the steroid bro. But yeah, you're right. Got got you, great.
1: <laughs> you know, it happens. But yeah, so I, I just think there's a lot of stuff that, you know, they were they were kind of on that the was like okay we well, now they're back at great day one but you know are they are they ever gonna get back and I'm um, gonna think the obviously did they make that trade and you know they they trade uh well he is coming back later on but at that time prospect Henry Ramirez gets traded down to Florida you get Josh Beckett back you get Mike Lowell back in the day you you signed Julio Lugo and the other yes. day you signed you signed JD Drew for five years at 70 mil uh at, at at that time so you know th- you know Theo was kind of doing his thing to kind of kind of retool or rebuild at the same time. You know, Dustin Majoria comes up at that time. Uh Euclid, Euclid is someone that had already been on the roster uh for a few years. He was he was on um, he came in as a working at O four team. So, you know, it, it was a good mix of vets, a good mix of uh, you know, homegrown talent. And, you know, this was this this was the first of three ALE's championships in a row. Um, obviously, at 7 they ended up winning. Uh, but yeah, this this team caught fire pretty quickly and you know, behind the behind the leadership of Josh Beckett, you know he he was ready for war on a regular basis that year, and he, he set the tone uh, pretty quickly, and they 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 followed his lead. Yeah,
0: this is uh, for everyone out there under the age of twenty three. Uh, Josh Beckett, Josh Beckett was indeed at a time not fat. Th- 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 this is right. a true thing. He, he was a dominant pitcher, and straight up dominant. Two thousand seven, uh, mean?
2: Yeah, I, so I remember going into the season. Uh, you think uh, the thing that sticks out to me about two thousand six minus uh, minus Dick Poppy was the fact that we 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 put out uh, like a fifty year old David Wells as a part of our pitching staff in two thousand six. Like it was, it, it was just it was a lackluster team. Then the offseason, two thousand and seven, as Ray mentioned, you get Mike roll, you get Josh Beck, you get Khalil Lugo, but then you pay fifty one million dollars just to talk, uh, to Dice Kane Matsuzaki, uh, and, and then you get him. And I, the gyro I think, ball, I think, like you just yeah, you just <laughs> didn't, you just didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, over the last uh, like the two previous big Japanese signings was obviously Ichiro Suzuki and Hideki, uh, Hideki Matsui. And you just didn't know, like you wanted a, You wanted a piece of that, and you know that. I remember the opening day roster. Now Kurt Schilling wasn't in 2007 what he was in 2004. But like, you go through that lineup, and it's Lugo, Eucalys, Poppy, Manny, JD, Drew, Mike Lowell, Barrett, Coco, Crisp at center,
0: Coco, Dustin, Crisp.
2: Dustin Pedroia, and then Dustin Pedroia is your nine. Like that. Yeah. That yeah. is a. You think about it now, but even then, like that is that's a loaded lineup, loaded lineup. So I, this team was, I think, like, as Ray mentioned early on, they from April 18th of that year, I think, because what did they, what did they honor? Everyone that came out in like greenish jerseys to because Red Arbuck had had died in, in the uh, in the off season, and they kind of honored him. I think that was like early April. That might have even been the, uh, the the Patriots Day game but
0: they were in first place in that division from mid-April until the end. Yeah, the the O seventeen there's a uh, a pretty clear catalyst to me of when this team got started. But before we get into that, I want to do what we always do. You know, we intro the team, intro what we're doing here. Time to get in time machine, guys. Going back to 2007. So we talked about this on the Patriots podcast uh, from 04. iPhone hadn't been released yet. 2007, the first iPhone. Had been released. Everyone, the primaries were happening for the U.S. presidential election. Front runners are, are Mitt Romney and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who who ended up winning that? Oh seven, wasn't that Obama? Barack in two thousand. Yeah, Obama. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was a, he wasn't even. He wasn't even on the list of the primary front runners. Should I pulled up? I mean, that's really two thousand. We started at Dean College. At least me and Mike did. Two thousand six Well. We were freshmen. We graduated in 06. So 06, 07, we started at Dean College. And yeah, I mean, this this to me, uh, 2007 was kind of like the first period for all of us that we kind of turned into like adults and we started doing our own thing. It, it was a very meaningful Red Sox team to, to me. Uh, I've never been to more sports games in a season than I did for this 2000 Red Sox season. Uh, I just, I, I loved every aspect of this team. Uh, going back to what you guys said about '06, that '06. Okay, can I just throw, can I throw? a fun fact but, out there? Yeah, yeah go while ahead. you're still in the, uh,
2: in 2007, uh, a little show called the Sunday Night Sports Rap was 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 conceived. Hey,
0: yeah, that's yeah. Let's come on. That's the biggest news out of everything we just noted. Big release. iPhone iPhone released. all Sunday Night Sports rap. That's right. Nugger episode 2007.
1: Where we're going, we don't need roads.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nice, I, I remember that intro, bro. Boom, 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 boom. Ray. what that one? No, I don't, I don't yeah, know your is. your your compilation, bro. I'll never forget it. It was so good. I, wa- I was not in it. Yeah, you were, bro. You. Did I, was never,
2: I, I was. I was. I was ever on a sports rap with Ray.
0: No, but I, I think it was it was before Ray. You did, it doesn't matter. It, it literally does not matter at all. So, uh, that was, so oh six. That 06 team wasn't that good. We, we, you know, we kind of sold short on the rent-to-read deal from 05. We got rid of oh. him. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, but what we I were forgot about that. was that. Wow. We, we we went from having a catalyst at shortstop to trying to sign a big guy, get money again, you know, go go through all that to just straight-up defense. That's what they did it's in 06. 06, six where it was Alex Gonzalez. I don't know if you guys remember Alex Gonzalez. And Their second baseman was Mark Loretta. But that was their starting uh, middle infield of the 2006 Red Sox. Like well, you so, said, so David Ball
1: was just a few years prior in, in, in Florida.
0: Yeah, no, was I was great, but he was clearly a step down from yeah. and obviously Renteria failed. So that was a complete failure. Which you know, signing the guy who made the last out of the World Series against you, right? I did, yeah. But this this O seven team, so I, I just feel like they kind of saw that mistake this was like the me the 07 red sox were like the oh uh wh- what was the year after the Pats loss of the colts there's the undefeated season this was the undefeated season of that red sox team uh because they they saw their mistakes they saw where they were short-sighted and thought they could just kind of ride their way into a championship with this core but they were clearly wrong and what did they do they went out and made significant moves you guys already mentioned them. Uh, As much as I despised him, literally my least favorite Red Sox ever, Julio Lugo, was an absolute... (laughs) I I hated Julio Lugo. He was an absolute Red Sox killer before he came to Boston uh, with Tampa Bay. And then, well, I'm pretty sure Drew was the prize free agent of that offseason. If not, he was one of the top five prize free agents of that offseason. Went out and got Dice K. So this was kind of that first iteration of the Red Sox actually going out and making moves that matched the top players of the MLB, right? I mean, you, you'd think back before this, the really all, only other big one was like Manning and, and I guess Pedro too, but like those were the big ones, but this was more of like they actually were making moves, not just to make moves that have like a big name, but they were filling holes in their roster with guys who actually mattered. I mean, like like we said, bringing in, Fuck is the stress <laughs> up. What were we just talking about? Julio oh, yeah, Lugo. Yeah, <laughs> bring, bring in a Lugo as, as much as it maybe didn't work out. In the long run, for 07, it did work out. Uh, also JD Drew, like you guys said. Ugh. JD Drew, you know, I know there's a lot of opinions about JD Drew, but we'll get to it later. Worth every penny because of one goddamn swing of the bat. So I don't care what anyone Seven. says. One swing of the bat. The the trade, maybe one of the best trade. Listen, Hanley's great. But getting Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell for Hanley Ramirez is is a no-brainer. No-brainer. That's one of the best trades the Red Sox have ever made, in my opinion. It set them up for literally a a, a run of great seasons up until the the Popeye season, essentially. So so that 06 offseason to me was one of the most important in Red Sox history just because it was it was the first time that we saw them actually make moves that like you were like, holy, holy shit. They're, 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 they're doing this. They're not just filling these holes. We're not bringing in, uh, like, a, a Scott Hatterberg or a, or a Todd Walker. J- or a J.D. Snow. A, J. J. Know, a, a, J, a J- JT Snow, right. Exactly. Brian dabach Bringing in these guys who were, who were awesome. Like, J- I loved them, wow. you know.
1: Wow. But
0: but we're, we're, we're going to move the needle for you. Like, they're not going to be guys that are going to take it to the next level. I mean, even the bull. Right, even the bullpen, they were making moves. They, they, they promote this young up and coming guy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him before. His name is Jonathan Papelbon. He, yep. he, he, comes out as an elite closer, which is honestly the biggest thing the Red Sox were missing for years. That, that was year in and year out the a uh, 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 pain in the, in the heart of Red Sox fans everywhere was that bullpen. So having Papelbon come in, Timlin, Embry, Hideki Okajima. Okajima Oka, 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 was nails, bro. That dude was He didn't want really to look at home plate when he threw the ball. The favorite part about. it. Yeah, I mean, was, so coming into the season, my hopes were high. Uh, it was the highest they had been maybe ever because even though 04, my hopes weren't very high. This is definitely the highest hopes that I ever had for a Red Sox team. What do you guys remember coming into the season? about?
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever.
2: talk about 04, right? Uh, they didn't catch fire until after the All-Star break. This, from, from the very beginning, this felt like a team that if if everyone stayed healthy, they should be a perennial first place team throughout throughout the entire season. The, 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 like, the only thing for me at, about this team going into it was their starting pitching. Because Kurt Schilling is, again, not 04 Kurt Schilling. Like, this is 2007 Kurt Schilling. You, you have Daisuke, Josh Beckett, Tim Wakefield, Julian Tavares, and I mean, you, you you had to piece together a, rota- a rotation. But if they could give you five or six innings, the bullpen was going to be nuts.
0: Uh I forgot JC Romero. We signed him, too, uh, coming into the cities of it. Uh, a big-time name back in 07. Uh, Ray, what do you remember coming in?
1: Yeah, just, I mean, just I was just hungry to see what Ortiz and Ramirez were going to do. I felt like nissa Ortiz and came off a career year uh, the year before, so I just wanted to see like, hey, but like, you know, you showed up in '04, you showed up in 05 Once again, you showed up offensively, but you know, you had two back-to-back years where you know you you fell short of of the goal. So, which is, which at the least was to make a run. And once again, we we weren't. There, there was still grace being given to the wrestlers at the time because obviously they just won. So. The, the grace period was 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 extended they had an extended warranty <laughs> there but you know thankfully like say you know you know Theo saw they needed to make tweaks and uh he was allowed to by by ownership you know obviously that, that's not a thing a thing of the current day but then you know they were allowed to do things but you know I, I, it's it's funny you bring up the lugo thing because i remember you know you said it right lugo was someone that however yeah you know, whatever you wanted. Like, he he was he, he was the Ish smith of shortstops <laughs> but you know, he was doing. He was instrumental killing something, but I'm like yeah, Lugo and Tampa Bay was damn near looked like Alex Rodriguez at times. You know, on 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 the field.
0: Gabe like, Gabe Vincent, the present day. So
1: Gabe obviously. Vincent, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but what's, what's crazy, right? That that Lugo study, I think, started the where the you know the analytic nerves started to really take over. Right, because it was like oh, like he really well against left-handed. He sucked. You know, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah he didn't do a big no stuff like that. That's where the that's where the analytics started to really take over it was like, oh, he doesn't want his lefties. And, you know, he doesn't nice, have, doesn't,
2: I, won't make 60 errors in yeah, a year. Yeah, won't make
1: 60 <laughs> errors like the year before. And it's like, you know, so I think that's what it was. And you know, like I said, for, for that particular season, yeah, yeah it, it, you know, um, well, he he does have one great moment that we'll talk about shortly, but, you know, which wasn't even a big hit. It, just, it just something that happened. But
0: it was something <laughs> Say again? it again. I said all that. His biggest hit on the Red Sox uniform was a little. Well, yeah. We're going we're to roll out in front man, of the plate you know, over here. We're not really going to
1: go anywhere. We say that, but 16 years later, we still remember it. <laughs> oh, oh. You know, I was so like, You know i was saying? So, remember yeah. the play, You know, exactly, I remember exactly where I was at when when, when it happened. Too, too. So, I mean, no, no, so, so,
0: yeah, that's, that's perfect. You know, obviously, there's other guys who come in during the season and end up being very significant when it comes to Red Sox history, when it comes to like Euclid, Uh Pedroia obviously went for Keith the Year this year Ellsbury actually makes an appearance at the end of this season, so, so there's a lot of names that come up during the 2007 season. I, was, the, I, was, those,
1: not, I was not a fan of him
0: early on. Jacoby? Oh, Pedroia. Oh, Pedro. Yeah, bro, he, he's terrible. So so before I we get, talk way too much. So before we get into that, because he, I, I was also calling for his head, I think it was like, 61 at the end of May, something like that. He was hitting, But so speaking of May, there is a very big day in May for everyone everywhere. It's called Mother's Day. And it is now a word that is uh, always associated with the Boston Red Sox because of one thing. Which was the absolute 100% catalyst for this team, uh, sparking off what they were. And that was the Mother's Day miracle. You know, it was, it was, it was an absolute ridiculous win. So I, I, we said we remember where we were. I, uh, fun fact everyone out there, you know, it's legal now. I really enjoy smoking weed. So, uh, uh, me, what I was doing was I gave up on this game and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to pick up some weed. This team, I'm out of here. So I went and went and pick it up and I uh, listened to it on the radio. Listened to our boy uh, Tony, call it call that get Is that his name? Tony? Is that right? No, Joe. Joe was saying, Joe. Joe, <laughs> Joe. Joe. What am I talking about? Yeah, oh, Joe. No. Joe called it, and it was one of the best things I've ever listened to on the radio in my life, man. I I was going nuts by myself. Probably fucking cops noticing me and shit because I'm in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite Red Sox moments ever just because it was so unexpected. And again, it's such the epitome of Julio Lugo uh, that his biggest hit in a Red Sox uniform went eight feet. And it was, it was, it was amazing, bro. I, I honestly don't remember anything else about that comeback. Don't remember a thing. I just remember Julio Lugo's letter like this.
2: And
1: we won.
0: Fucking won. Fucking Orioles, bro. They sucks.
1: Is that because it was that the same year that Ortiz got in the fight with Kevin Gregg? And, you know, Kevin Gregg was yelling to run down the first base side of Ortiz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think
1: so. He, he basically hit Ortiz says, fuck you. Gregg says, fuck you back. And, and they started swinging on, on one another like that. That that was the same. But, yeah, you know, I wanted to get back to the Pedroia thing. Like, yeah, like he comes in and, and once again, he, he still wasn't hitting great. It was a little more than zero sixty. was sick. It was like he was in like 150, which is still terrible. And I was just like, yo, like for you to be talking this much, he was my original Peyton (laughs) Fritcher. I was like, you, you can't talk this much and not deliberate. And to his credit, you know, as he says in the playoffs, you know, I'm saying 150, and then you know what after that, laser show, laser show. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it was a laser show because obviously, if he turned out to be one of the greatest first songs ever. Um, But like I said initially, yeah, I. Hated when he was in the lineup. I thought that he just wasn't someone that was going to pan out. I was like a guy this small, um, talking this crazy. You know, and he'll he'll be lucky to be, you know, you know uh, uh, a Louis Soto, you know, type type player. You know, that was a great player, or, or or Ricky Lede type guy. You know, what I'm saying like that. That's that's what I thought he was going to be. So so for those that are under a certain age, you know, probably know who those are. So I'm, I'm aging myself again, but. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 were great. They were great role players for the dominant Yankees back in the day. But that's why I thought that he was going to max out as uh thankfully I was wrong. And he, he became a really key contributor. But yeah, like you said it, Bobby, like that, that Mother's Day miracle really is the defining moment of that regular season. Like to me, what made that team special was really the postseason run. I said, we'll get into that. But during the regular season, like there's not really games you're like, oh, I remember. The game. That's how the Mother's Day Miracle was really the the playoff run is really what made uh, fans connect with the city. I mean, uh, that, the go,
0: ahead, go ahead.
1: That so
2: the Lugo thing yeah. for me uh, on a Mother's Day Miracle. This it stands out. I, I think you think about that game. They're down five nothing going into the bottom of the ninth. Right. That it was. It was. Uh. I. I think Lugo. I don't know if he popped out, but he or he hit a hit a hit a ball to shortstop. Right. He's out. So it's one out, and then like a, a weird plate happens where uh, they battered around Yeah. yeah like Coco, Chris uh, like popped up, but they, they, they let the ball drop and they, and they, they could not throw him out. And, and then the, the Orioles bring in, he, people will forget about it, but here's a reference for Ray. They, they bring in their, their closer, Chris, Ray, Right. Yeah. Who was like, who was like the, their, their Mariano Rivera. Yeah. And then he, he walks, JD, Drew, and Kevin Euclis on eight straight pitches. <laughs> and now it's 5-2. And then once that happens, once your closer does that, like we saw it in 4 with, with, with Rivera, once your closer loses confidence, it's over. It, it, and it just, all hell broke loose after that.
0: Yeah, it, that uh, and that was the thing with this Red Sox team too, is like, once they got going, once you gave them that little bit of life, you, the, you were fucked, man. The other big moment uh jerry remy said it, he called it in july uh clay buckholz as a rookie throwing a no hitter uh in july was was magical uh, i think he he no
1: that wasn't that early that, that was he, he was a caller he was a caller that happened in september
0: it was in september it was call-up. that late really it, it was yeah.
1: the it, it Leicester guy the next
0: year but that, that's another year but uh, that was yeah but yeah so <laughs> it happened <laughs> it, it happened yeah july september whatever he said uh uh a special season, uh, may or, or a special Red Sox season had this magical moment. It was something along those lines. Uh, Buckholtz has a no hitter. I'll never forget the curveball he threw to get that last strike, bro. It was the biggest well, curveball I've yeah. ever fucking seen in my life. It was unbelievable. Um,
1: well, it's like the other night. What? But... You know, that was
0: don't 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 don't. Don't shame this Red Sox team by bringing no. up the current it, 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 iteration it, of the Boston Red it, Sox. Right? Let's the case. Let's case. Completely separate organizations. Okay. <laughs> the yeah. So the, those those are the two moments for me. Definitely. I I really can't think of many other ones. Those two specifically stand out the most. Uh, other than you know the Pedroia laser show moment later. You know how how he took off like he did. Those 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 are the big moments.
1: Even even on a, on a personal note too, and I'm, I know we can all resonate with this. Like right. uh you know. John Lester comes up the year before gets shut down because he has lymphoma, some some type of cancer. You know, kind it was
0: Hodgkins, was Hodgkin,
1: wasn't it? I, was, yeah, I, was, I think it was. It was, think it was uh, yeah. yeah. So he comes back the next year. Comes back in 07. Uh, yeah. he, he's back in remission, thankfully. And you know he he be, he becomes. Cause remember they they were pat, they were patch working that 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 bottom of the rotation. He becomes, which is so wild to think that he was there the before, guy. He, like that's crazy. <laughs> Like the th- the thing about what he became in his career, I'll think that he was the number four guy at one point. It was like, wow! But then he he throws a no hitter the next year against uh, Kansas City. And that was that was special to watch. But yeah, I I just think like that's that was that was the I say you don't remember necessarily the games in the regular season, but the emergence of Pedroia, the emergence of Papa Bond, the the emergence of El- Ellsberg, Buckle. Like they they became guys that became staples. Uh-huh. for this One. That, that came eventually. So that, that that part was cool to see their progression. And then, like I said, uh, the postseason is where, like I said, things really uh, crystallized. Yeah. It, it's
0: why you guys keep bringing up this pitching rotation. And, you know, I was like, what are you talking about? But they, you, you're you 100% right. There's not a single person besides Beckett. uh, Tavari, uh no, Schilling was close. Uh, they had under a four ERA. Schilling, Schilling yeah, but, was a little Schilling. under. It was like a 3.8. But he, he was, he was, he was hurt most of the year. Everyone else was above four ERA. Julian yep. Tavares started almost 20 games for a, a World Series winning team. Yep. Julian fucking Tavares. 7-11 uh, and 11 with a five points up the ERA. Dad,
1: yeah, Dan um, yeah, throw a one-hitter against Oakland that year. Against
0: Oakland, bro. Yep, yep. absolutely. He gave up. He he shook yeah. up. He shook. Uh, he, he says it's one of his biggest regrets of his career. Uh, Baratek called for, I don't know what it was, curveball ball, something. He shook Bear Attack off, and he gave up a hit on the next play. Yeah,
1: I can, I'll, I'll do that. So okay, so it's it, once again. I'm just this is where the, like I said, the memory more
0: heat. you talk, yeah, it comes back.
1: But yeah, that was, that was supposed to come back, but yeah, that, that's so sorry. That, that's another definite. But we're probably another moment that I think about as, as the show goes on. But yeah, I remember the one, the one, the one hit game. I remember that I was like, man, I was like, damn, it's at 41, he's still dealing like this. But like I said, Becky I think was the only 20 game winner. I think that year as well. And he still didn't win the fucking Cy Young Award. What, they who lost it? I thought it was Cliff well, Lee. Yeah. Cliff Lee was nasty at that time too. So, Sabathia was too. <laughs> yeah,
0: you like, know he was. he I mean, well, was so was fucking good, good then, bro. We'll get into yeah. that. I'll was American. that? Was that? That was right before that whole Milwaukee thing too, right? He was so good that year
1: So quick, Aside, that that's the top three run that I've seen from a pitcher in the postseason. But he did it. Oh, bro, yeah, it's not close. That was that was on. that was unreal. So, but didn't happen yet. It
2: didn't happen yet. Um, uh, one, uh, one of the, like, one of the biggest, I, I wouldn't be me if I didn't put, if I didn't point out like a negative, I remember being so excited uh, because you get one of the best relievers. in oh, uh, bro, you uh, just beat uh, me too. Uh, you took it, the right of my brain. In the game, and Eric Gagne signs with the team. Oh, he
0: was so bad. He, he, he had,
2: abs- did he have
0: like a, was it a 6.7 ERA? Oh, that, that was, so, yeah. yeah, this was so. I, my buddy Rob actually lived in Jersey City at this time, and I went to stay with him to go to a Baltimore, like two, two of the three games in Baltimore, uh, that that was the Gagne series, bro. Where he, I've never seen a pitcher implode like he did in that series. It was, it was un, unbelievable. It was like, there's no way he's gonna do it. It was comical. That's where he gave up the home run. And you're like,
2: what the fuck is going on? 18 What's... innings pitched, 14 runs <laughs> allowed.
0: All, of, so them bad. All yeah. of them earned.
1: All of them earned. We were so pumped. Bro, this, I was so, so yeah.
0: pumped when we got Eric Gagne. I'm so pumped. pumped.
1: Well, but his 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 downfall, I think, happened maybe like a year or maybe even two prior to that, right? Obviously, he was terrible here, so we, that's what we're acknowledging. But him and Bonds are going at it. This is when, you know, he's prime. Eric Gagne. I remember that. I was, and they're going like it's like a it was like a well, Mike. Let me know the running time machine so I can't bring up the playoffs to bring up. But anyways, it was it, it was it was it was a back and forth of, of epic proportion. And you know, I love the I love the Giants as a play by play guy because he goes back and forth and then Bonds gets him as he got most pitchers. I mean, hit sit high, hit it, it it's out um, got like and I was just like, yeah, I was like, if you can't get ninety nine past this guy. And he he got you again. I feel like that was kind of like the beginning of the end for for Gagne. And, and every closer has their has their run. Um, Pat, Pat Pat his run. Gagne had his run. The only guy that was super consistent I could think of off the top was Hoffman and 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 and, and Mo. That's, that oh, that's about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that. This just so really to sum it up, is this 07 Red Sox team was a wagon, uh, beginning to end. They they were the king of the AL East. Uh, it was the first time. I want to say since '96, I wow. think that we won, that we won the AL East at yeah, '95, which was awesome. And, and, and he, Kennedy is the manager. They didn't just that's that's a name. That's wild. What, what was if, pre, pre, <laughs> before Jim Williams and shit? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this team was just a, a wagon. At the beginning the end, they rolled the AL Ooh. and and went into the playoffs as I want to say I want to look up the 2000 MLB landscape looked like real quick. Uh, But I want to say they were the favorite going into the playoffs, right? I mean, you know.
1: The Angels won the wild card, or they won the AL West. So they were, they were, they faced, we faced them. And I think the Yankees faced the, I think the Yankees faced the Indians, I think. Guardians.
0: Well, that no. They're Cleveland. They faced, they they played Cleveland, okay. Yeah, but yeah. So, So, the Cleveland baseball team. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What was the so we swept the Angels? We dom- we dominated the Angels. I remember that uh, Ortiz and Manny uh, absolutely took that series over. And I think game one they both hit bombs. I'll never forget Manny hit that bomb into the the fountain. Or but,
1: you know, he, they, on, on live down. I'm doing I'm doing the motion. With the hand,
0: yeah, the hand up yeah. one. But then, the, but then I, in the game three clincher, he also hit a bomb to center field into that fountain. It Was like, bro, that's it. This is over. This is over. We'll pull out the fucking park. Turns in park.
1: historically you know even, I mean at that time and you know even you know times after that we we've handled Anaheim, California, whatever wherever wherever they've been at. Uh, you know whether it was you know Dave Moore pitching to Dave Henderson he D's a home run first to go to the World Series in 86. Um I think some stuff happened in the 70s as well but yeah whenever you know they took the corpse and Moore bond so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So it's, it's just like, whatever, whatever it comes to Anaheim, California, you know, outside of, you know, what they did, you know, a few years uh, before, you know, that, that team just didn't do well against the Red Sox. And, you know, they, I think they swept them. They swept them again, right? For the second time in a row of that time. Yeah.
2: There were four teams in Major League Baseball in 2007 that had more than 94 wins. They were mm-hmm. all in the American League. Oh, please. So it was stacked.
1: Yeah. LA, Boston, who else? Yankees, right?
0: Yankees. Like, yeah, so, so, yeah, so um, I, like you just said, get the landscape of the MLB a little bit. So like you said, Cleveland, Yankees, Boston, those are the three dominant teams in the MLB. Uh, Arizona was the surprise team out west. This was post, you know, obviously, Randy and everything like that. They rebuilt the Brandon Webb. We, Levon, we, Levon Hernandez, it's, Levon Hernandez was still wow at this time. Wow, the Rockies, the Rockies, who we'll get to later, uh, had just rattled off. I think it was like twenty four straight wins in September to make the playoffs. Won their wild card game and just ended up running rampant through the NL into the World Series. It, it was it was one of the biggest Cinderella stories like in baseball history. I remember, but
1: yes, since that team a few years before that won one twenty straight like an O two. That's
0: right. A little thing I want to touch on before we get into the uh, obviously the biggest series of, of this entire series uh, season, uh, with the Sox and the Cleveland baseball team. The funniest moment of the MLB, MLB season, and that's in the Yankees Indians series, uh, where Jabba Chamberlain got absolutely dealt one of the plagues from God, and got absolutely covered in mosquitoes and completely blew the Yankees season because he was covered in. Just the most bugs I've ever seen on a baseball field in my entire life. It was it was the most unbelievable scene I've ever seen in my life. Never seen it since. Literally nothing like that has ever happened again. Jabba it, Chamberlain I mean, out they, there. They,
1: just, they kept spraying him. They kept doing
0: was There was one clip. Was, was I'll never insane. forget it. They zoom in on his face. He's melting down. Melting down. I think he threw less than half his pitches for strike. They zoom in on his face, right? You're like I don't know if he's gonna have it. You see one of these gigantic ass bugs coming to land right on this fucker's eye, just like bang, (laughs) and he's about to throw a pitch, and he's just like, and fucks it out. I don't know. Had brain, one of the best. It was so satisfying to see because the Yankees just—it was so embarrassing to see them lose like that after they lost in April. It was just was magical. Um, And I thought we were gonna kill the. But the, to, the to Cleveland add, team.
1: But to add to add to that, right? That year, cause I think that that was a Rod's third season in New York, fourth season. Yeah. He had finally had to figure it out that year. Yeah,
0: he was a bodster that and, year. He was a monster. You
1: know, he had a few game winners. I know he. Had, I remember that one he had had against Minnesota. You know, he had, had one against us. I think earlier that season, like he started to really get that clutch gene there, and it was like, okay, like now, you know, fi- finally you know, it's, it's it's time for him to ascend back to what he was in the late 90s and early 2000s. And I said, like you said, literally, I'll <laughs> play from the Bible. <laughs> like, thought, was, I'm literally, amazing, I'm amazing. literally ended their season and, uh, you know, I could see my grandmother smiling from here. She was like, I can't, she was like, did he shower?
0: It's unbelievable. I was
1: like, did he shower? I was, like, I was like, I don't know what he did, but I'm, I'm glad that they are losing, but listen. I mean, I mean, we we end up finding out how good that Cleveland baseball team was. You know, led by you know my guy Travis Hafner. <laughs> yeah, you know, Hafner was an absolute monster, and so was Foster Travis Co-
0: Hafner. Wow, that's a name. On, on him, Foster, Gr- uh,
1: Grady, uh, Grady, Sizemore, Grady Sizemore, the original, you <laughs> the original Jacoby, Jacoby Ellsbury. You know, so yeah, man, I mean, and- we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, but yeah, that that Cleveland team. Uh, really, really, through our our childhood, through like they they just had a, they just had a roster. Like they always had guys that oh, can't that roster and just did it did damage.
0: Yeah, man. So yeah, so we'll get we'll get right into that then. So we knock out the Angels. Uh, Cleveland beats the Yankees, uh, and now we have a showdown: Cleveland versus Boston in the ALCS. I I thought we were going to dominate them. If I'm being perfectly honest, I did not see the start of this series. Starting like it did. I, I, I was shocked.
1: It, it, it started out the right way. <laughs>
0: right. Well, you game, game one did, yeah. But so, uh, let, me, hey, let me pull up actually. I was looking at Jabba getting yeah,
1: Beckett goes crazy game one.
0: Yeah. Like, so, yeah, next. it goes crazy. I think Pedroia, he Pedroya hit a. So, I actually, it's all coming back to me. Now. First time in MLB history, opening playoff series, uh, leadoff home run by Pedroya. And Buck, Beckett struck out the side uh, against the Indians. And it was like, you know, it was it was on. It was on. We were, you know, you know I was already celebrating going yeah. to the World Series. It was like after we beat Philly in game one of the, the second round this year in basketball, I was like, bro, book our trip to the finals. We're going. It, it was over, man. Game two, different story. Um, <laughs> it definitely because it was, it was a lot closer than it looked. You know, it did go to extra innings uh but actually innings blew up on us real quick. i want to say this is this is a great size more game victor martinez um yeah. was 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 huge for for them in this game uh i I just remember
1: uh he he, he too later on but yeah
0: yeah um yeah, he was awesome for us uh but you know, sorry Mike didn't
1: happy i sorry didn't happy i didn't
0: happen yet <laughs> a couple of names a couple of names we haven't named yet in, in this uh so Manny Dale Carmen. Uh, got absolutely shelled Are, in this game. It, Dor, Dorchester's, Dor, Dorchester's own, bro. Hey, uh, baby, I love that. Uh, Dorchester's own and uh, Trott Nixon. Trott Nixon had a tough game too. He he ended up that was that was really rare to see him in a Cleveland uniform. It was weird. I forgot he ended up playing for Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Trott Nixon was my guy. I love Trot Nixon. I'll, 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 I'll always have a soft spot for him in his dirty ass helmet. Good dog, baby. And, uh, then Dice K, abs- uh, Dice K lost game three. Uh, he, he was all right. He was typical Dice K where he gives up two hits, but somehow gives up four runs. So that, was, <laughs> that was Dice K's MO. You know, it was typical Dice K. Down 2-1. Going into game four, I was a little nervous, not going to lie. We had the ever, I don't even want to call him consistent, I don't even know what to call him, the dude who was always on the mound every time I went to a Red Sox game in my entire life, Tim Wakefield. He he was Tim Wakefield in that game. You know, I mean, there's there's not much you can do trying to ask a knuckleball pitcher to keep you in a series like he was. Like, you know what I mean? It was it was very clear that this dude was not the guy you want starting a a win or go home game. I mean, he gave about seven runs in one inning in this game, which was like Wakefield's MO at the time. It was like like once once that knuckleball started flying, it started flying and that's what it did in this game and that's 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 what brought them into this 3-1 hole I know I just kind of sped through that real quick uh, because obviously like the next three games are the most important part but anything you want to add on this 3-1 hole coming into this
1: yeah I just it just goes it just kind of goes with the narrative that you know we end up hitting now current day right like if it ain't rough it ain't right it can never go smoothly right Once again, Just we just talked about They ran through the American League. They ran through Major League Baseball. You you win the AL League for the first time in twelve years at that time. And you go down three, one to the younger Indian uh, Cleveland baseball team. (laughs) Like it's just like what there you go, gotcha, my gotcha, baby. Let's just say, what what are we what are we doing? Thank, you know, thank God that in game five, you know, uh, Cleveland's, you know, you know, PR team chose to do something dumb and and have, you know,
0: what were they
1: thinking? And have have her sing the national anthem, and I said, okay, like great, like I didn't I didn't need any more motivation. But since you fuckers want to play with me, okay, it's time to play. And he come out once again, gives us another sub, another strong, uh, strong outing. I think he went he went seven or eight that night. And but but the key to that game was the back to back to back, uh, solo home runs. And it was that like, M- M- Manny's hilarious, because Manny hit the that third he hit the third one in a row. And you would have thought that they tied the game, and like dude, we're still down seven to three. But it okay that <laughs> yeah, but that that was so that was so that that was such a Manny Ramirez type move, but um obviously they end up winning that game, then you know we we get we get to game six obviously but I mean, like you alluded to it earlier with the j d drew play once again that's another play you remember exactly where you were but just just the game five i like, I was happy to see that Beckett had had did what he needed to do just to get us back in a position to get back to uh, to Boston and then, and eventually take care of business.
2: Yeah, I, I think game five for me, that's why I was so mad. I'm still so mad that Josh Beckett didn't win the Cy Young that year because yeah, he goes up against the Cy Young winner and game one beats him. Right. I mean, he, he's not going, he, he, he's not scoring the runs, but he's also not letting up any runs for, for Cleveland. I think Cleveland scored. It was 10 3 game one. Then game five, it's 7 1. I mean, Beckett was on, like he was nails. He was what Schilling was for us in 04. Right, like that. He, he. You just knew that when he, when he took them out, you, you just weren't going to beat him. And up until that point, I mean, th- to be down three to one, I remember thinking like this. We look at it now and say like it's a young Cleveland team, but to, to be completely honest, they had the exact same record as the Red Sox that year. They, they, they were, they were ninety six and sixty six. Like it, it was th- that. was as much of a wagon as we were. They just weren't. You know, no, no one thought of them that way, and. Game five, I just I just thought like you're not going to go out this way. And unlike what was happening, like what happened in four in, in in this series, the the big hitters for us were 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 doing really well. I mean, Manny, I think Manny hits four. What the hell was it? Was it four hundred nine that series? Yeah, he hit four hundred nine, and he was on fucking fire the entire time. So you you just felt like if as long as you know, uh, Julian Tavares never took the mound. Or as long as you didn't let up seven runs in an inning, this team was going to have a chance to come back.
0: It, and that's exactly what, you know, Game 5 looked like they might start doing. I remember coming into Game 5, It, it we all knew what this series was going to come down to because the way it was setting up, it was Josh Beckett's series. It, it really was... Uh, the. What so Beckett already had his moment with the Marlins, but this is what really solidified him as one of the biggest or one of the best big game pitchers of this era. Because it just seemed like when you put him out there in these times, he didn't just pitch well. He pitched great. They yep. could not touch him that night. He was uh he went an eight, eleven strikeouts, uh postseason high or career high and gave up one run. Uh I think he only gave up three or four hits. It, it was it, it was an amazing game. I mean, we we dominated this game from moment one. Yuke uh, hit a home run in this game. The the Indians though, to me, they they did this to themselves. They set themselves up for this failure. Like guys, you haven't won a World Series since like your are own Red Sox levels of, of of curses of 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 dry spells at this point, point. and still today. And you're sitting out here just throwing it in the baseball god's face. Like, oh, we're so confident. Here's Josh Beckett's ex girlfriend. Yeah, fuck you, Josh Beckett. Oh, we're going to play All American Rejects. It ends tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Guys, well, <laughs> you have a one of worlds. They made a movie, a, a one of the most famous sports movies ever about how much this team loses. And you're going to throw it in the baseball god's face like that? Like, come on, guys. You can't, you know, everyone who's ever been around baseball, you know, whether you're a Cubs fan, whether you're, you know, these, these a fan of these teams that just lose and lose. Baseball is the one sport, man, where where you can feel it start to unravel pitch by pitch by pitch. and it, And it's these small things. And to me, I think things like this have such a big, me, it's it's like Grady Little not taking out Pedro. It, it's it's no. the, like these I know these small things that just end up so much bigger. It is like when you when you don't, well, you don't let the moment come to you and you try and like oh we we got this shit, bro. Nope, not happening. Because guess what? It's the same script as what millar said in in 04 We got to win Game Five, and you got to show Game Six. And that's exactly what happened. Kurt Schilling had been a shell of himself, shell of himself all season. Um, he would set. He went seven innings, Bro, he was he was nails in this game. I, I remember being terrified. I remember Fausto Carmona. This was kind of his unraveling. I don't think he was ever the same really after this. But he was he was awesome he, this would, would, you, would you have
1: been the same after what happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, said. So would you have been the same after what
0: happened? No, definitely no. Definitely <laughs> not. Um, he, he, he was awesome this year. He, you know. I, it showed how good he was where uh, I remember specifically he, he got Manny to strike out with, uh, I think it was like dudes on second. It was a big at bat and he got made at a K and I was like, oh, God damn it. He's on tonight. No, he wasn't. Ends up actually getting four uh, on maybe the biggest hit. No, not maybe. Not maybe. 100%. The biggest hit of JD Drew's career. Yes. the The, the one hit that made. A five-year, ninety-million-dollar deal worth it. the the one the one hit that brought him so much grace within Boston that we signed his less talented brother to a long-term contract three years later when he was over the hill. Because like, bro, remember that time he hit the grand slam? Hey, come on, bring your brother on board. Um, I actually like Stephen Drew. That was, that was me. That one for us um, too. <laughs> that was me. Um, but no, he was. It was, it was the biggest hit ever. I remember I was at, I, I brought my ex-girlfriend to a uh, Broadway play the night of this game, Greece. And I was, I was so mad that I was missing this, you know, like such a diehard Red Sox fan. I'll never forget being like, I just want something to happen early. I just want to look at my phone and be like, oh, thank God, and, and be able to enjoy this show. And I'll never forget looking down at my phone and just seeing it change from zero to four in the first inning, and see J.D. Drew hit that grand slam in middle of the show. I'm not even fucking kidding. Middle of the show, I went yes! bro. The 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 performers on stage looked at me. I swear on my fucking life, um, it was it was it was one of the coolest moments ever. Just because you know, like like I said, it, it just brought um that. so so much relief, and it was like, all right, we're we're gonna do this. When JD Drew after the season, he had the the shit that he put up with all that shit when he's the guy that that takes it over the edge like that to me that's a sign you know what i mean it's 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 like the baseball gods being like "We've. here how about jd drew ruins your life that hey, man, this is for you <laughs> <laughs> here, guys um but yeah go ahead. what do you guys remember about sex
1: yeah so and so wasn't going apologize cause i i was about to jump the gun because i was just so excited to talk about this
0: particular moment it was what? like, Rachel, yeah. what about game three? He's like, bro, game six was crazy. just
1: so crazy. But <laughs> well, again, uh, this, this was me and my grandmother's thing. So a lot of my stories include her. So she was making her famous fried chicken, uh, had some biscuits. But we were sitting there enjoying it. And she was just like, Daisy. Hey, you just different.
0: made me want fried chicken and biscuits so bad.
1: Oh, there was, oh, it was, listen, I, I, my, my mother was celebrating right out thinking about it.
0: Is that fried chicken? Uh, is that fried chicken that has like the little grease in the wrinkles of the chicken? You know what oh, I'm talking that, about? Like, the little, mm. hey, wait.
1: And quick cut fries. Can't like be good. But
0: yeah, oh.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: picture, picture, paint, picture thoroughly painted, Rachel. Yeah, good yes. job. you know, you know, so yeah,
1: ph- ph- phenomenal. So yeah, we was sitting there, obviously, bases are loaded. And, you know, I could, my grandma was the same way. She was just like, man, like, so Tim Tim Wakefield was like her number one guy that she couldn't stand. Like, JD Drew that year was like a, a very close number two. So she was just like, come he's on. horrible, bro. He was so, so bad. He's like, come on, number seven. Just do something. And <laughs> uh, Foster F- 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 Carmona, who had a really good two-seamer, a really good sinker.
0: His slider was,
1: his slider was good, too, but the sinker was really his 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 uh, his pitch that he really relied on. And he he left that sinker at, and J.D. Drew, who had a slight uppercut swing, got all of it and hit it the dead center, which is the biggest part of that ballpark. And, man, he, he got all of it into that Boston night, and uh, I love it because he he never showed emotion, so I love him running around on the base. He just gave a little quick fist pump. One fist pump. That, that was that was kind of like, oh, thank you, because I'm I'm like I needed this now. Once again, I know time machine, like I get it, but I have to bring it up because context of Jamie Drew, he did get another big hit the next year. I can't like, remember. did. Yeah, so there was another hit that we people remember from him, but yeah, that by far was the biggest hit of his career. You know, one of the best moments in Boston sports history. So I'm I'm glad that he is forever. Remember that remember for that because remember like he was really good in Atlanta, he was really good in St. Louis, he was really good in LA. So I just felt like it shouldn't have been overshadowed by what he did in Boston. But once again, he ended up winning.
0: He ends up you know to say- Listen, here, yeah, he ended up having a successful career. He had played five years in Boston. I didn't realize he played that long. Yeah. Well
2: So when when that when he hit that ball, like I literally I remember, I think I, I don't know. I think it was in a, yeah, it was probably in a dorm that, that Bobby was supposed to be in, but he was at a, he was at a Broadway musical. Uh, I, I just started fucking sacrifice
0: His, his sacrifices, like, relationship I was like, really far. It was totally worth it to miss game six of an ALCS.
2: Moving on. So uh, I, 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 remember <laughs> when, when he hit up and I just thought to myself, there's no way that Shill's going to let up five runs. He yeah. just isn't going to do it, Like he, like you just won the game, that he might not have it left. Like you know, Toby Keith once said, I'm, "I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was." And hey, Shilling nice. came out in just seven innings. I think what was it? Two two earn runs, six hits. Like it was. He he, he pitched a great game, and, t- and I I don't want to get ahead of it, but I think that this kind of was the game. Uh, th- this felt like the game seven because game seven wasn't close. To be down three games to one in this series, and then. And then outscoring your opponent thirty to five in the next three games is fucking absurd in baseball. That is absurd, and that that just speaks to the type of wagon that this that that this team was. Like it was game six was was it, it, it? If there was any doubt in your mind that this team was going to win a World Series, it it, it, it went away with that with
0: one swing of the bat by Jeanie Drew. Yep. agreed, agreed. And and like you said, shilling Coming out and putting that performance was like kind of like that's all we needed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I remember thinking that like that's all we needed, like we we need we needed one guy, one other guy besides Beckett to give us to give us solid innings that we could rely on.
1: That that's 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 and that's what, what Shield was supposed to be, and
0: that's what he was. Okay? yeah, that's
1: that. That's what he was though. I mean, we think yeah. about well, what he did in Arizona, what he did at times in Philadelphia when when he was younger. Like he always rose to the occasion, like. You can't you can't think of a time that he, once again, he had moments in a regular season. He might have, uh, you know, had you know might have might have slipped up, but in the postseason, like he was he was nails, which to me, why he deserves to be Hall of Fame. But I know, you know, other other, other things have popped up because of that. But yeah, he, he what he did in the postseason, he, he he was he was second to none in, in my opinion. So I'm in for that. He saved that. He he
0: deserved his best for you know the, the, those moments. Yep. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent essentially yeah okay essentially he ended his career put his body through so th- put his body through so much to win those two championships that it essentially ended his career. i know he was at the back end anyways but that ankle from 04 was definitely the start of the end for kurt i mean you know even yep. even this season it was clear clear that the end of the line was near for kurt there was games where he'd look amazing and the games where he'd look like absolute horseshit A and, and for him to come out and put this performance together was so magical. I remember it was just like, I don't, did he even pitch in the World Series? I don't think he did, right? Uh, this might have been, been his last performance. Yeah, I was yeah. pulling I'll, that I'll, out of my head. No, 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 no. He, he pitched game two. He did pitch game two? Okay. But yeah, it's one of the last performances of Chris Schilling's career, literally. Uh, wills, this team, gives, gives more than he had in the tank, just like he did in 04. It like, it's weird how it was like the same exact how like he comes out game six and dominates again. And they game seven, I mean, uh it's it's kind of fitting that game seven starter is none other than Mr. Seven Runs in one inning. Tim Wakefield. He 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 was awesome. He was awesome in game seven. He was great. He he that knuckleball was dancing, and they absolutely No, no wait, who started Dice K started game seven, didn't he? Am I crazy? crazy? Dice K started yeah. game seven. Yeah, 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 my bad. No, so let well, I mean we can cut all that. So game seven, Dice K starts, and and of course, in Dice K true fashion, he he has a rough start. I remember he he had a few walks in the beginning, but he came down. He was nails throughout the rest of it. I mean, I I think he only gave up one or two runs throughout that entire game. I I do remember this. It says it right here in my notes. Red Sox came back. Extra petty move on the Red Sox part. They played. It ends tonight at the beginning of Game Seven as a big fuck you to Cleveland. Like, bro, we can do this. We've won a World Series before. What are you doing? And it ended tonight. I mean, that game was an absolute shellacking. Eleven to two was the final. And you know what? Like you guys said, that that when when Game Six ended, and then Game Seven happens, and we score a run in each of the first three innings. That was it, guys, right? I think Pedroya yeah. did he hit a weed off home run again? um no so
1: they was up they was up through two. they had one man on, he hits the ball in the left center that essentially ended it, and that that's kind of when you know my my you know my narrative on him started to change. I was just like, what are we doing <laughs> but yeah once yeah he he got that home run there, obviously Coco Chris played great defense, but yeah, it was up 3 two, one man on he hits to the left field uh, I remember he jumps into, he jumps into, so Hughes' his arms. But yeah, that, that essentially was the game and they just went on his hair uh, the rest of that, rest of that night. Um, I mean,
2: th- this was a, a good dicey performance in the sense that he pitched five innings and didn't let up five runs, <laughs> you know, like he, I think he let up two or runs that game. But then when, when you have the ability to, to say after, you know, after five, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to go with, uh, we're going to go with uh, Okajima. For two for two innings, and then we're going to go Pat for two innings. They they just they just shut it down. Oh, and by the way, the the Red Sox because they they were just fucking toying with the Indians at that point in time in the eighth inning, just decided they're going to drop six. Oh, so it, it was like it, it was a five to five to two
0: game. Here's six more runs. Like suck on that. Yeah. Yep. This before we get into the Rocky series, this bullpen man, I think when I look back at this team. And, and like you guys, keep, we keep bringing up the struggling starting rotation. That bullpen, man, was such such a lifesaver. Besides Eric Gagne and his well documented struggles, they were they they were just a wagon. That entire bullpen from top to bottom. I mean, like you said, we had ever reliable Timlin. We had uh, Embry was still there in '07, right? We had uh, obviously Okajima. No. We em- had Embry wasn't there. Thank you. Embry God. was gone by then. Damn I fucking yeah. loved that Embry. You hated Mike Timlin. I did not like Mike Timlin. You are correct. But it just, it, it just. This, hey, he was nails though. He was nails. This, yeah, I know. It was irrational. This specific, okay. I was just going to, this specific run, Mike Timwin was the balls. I remember he, I think he had, like, he didn't give up a run for like 14 or, straight
1: or, days. Were you just forever mad after the three? Is that what it was? Yes. Oh, got it. It makes sense. Yeah, I got it. But in my face, from oh, for all for he, on, he was, he was pretty decent. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, I like guess we dominated them. It was, it, was, it was over before it began in Game 7, and we were going back to another World Series. I mean, uh, I don't know what else to say about this team except this kind of just summarized the entire season in three games, literally. Uh, we, we had a team that at times, you know, has, has blow-ups, has a guy like Tim Wakefield who grew up seven runs at any time, is struggling, starting, pitching. Um, giving up double-digit runs. It it, it kind of summarized everything, but then three games in a row, timely hits, J.D. Drew, timely pitching, Josh Beckett, a great bullpen, Okajima, you know, Papelbon uh, coming out as an elite closer, and, and you know, your, your absolute dogs, your staples in that rotation, coming up big when you needed them most. And it, it, it was... It's perfect to see them go on that run, and it led right into the Rockies, which I was a little nervous, not going to lie. Um, uh, like we already talked about, uh, I don't know if everyone remembers because this never happens, but the Colorado Rockies were really good in, in 2007. Uh, this was a Rockies team that was a prime Todd Helton. What's his name was? An absolute wagon in, in Colorado that year. It uh, was the guy who was on Cleveland before. Ubaldo. You balled up. balled oh, Jimenez. Jimenez. I love Jimenez. Jeff Francis. Jeff Francis, yeah. This 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 Rockies team was really, 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 really good. And, and like we said, they they had won the twenty, they they won a bunch of games coming into the playoffs. They swept twenty one of twenty-two. Twenty-one of twenty-two. Then they swept the first two rounds of the playoffs. Didn't lose a single game coming into the World Series. and, and I was a little nervous coming into it. I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. What do you guys remember coming into the World Series? I mean, besides the fact that fuck yeah, we're back in another goddamn World yeah. Series. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, and it, it's it's it's
2: hard for me to say this without like sounding uh, cocky, but it's after you you're down, you come back from being down three to one to a team that has the Cy Young Award winner <laughs> and has the same record as you. You put up thirty runs in three games. You know, you, you kind of feel invincible and. Uh, I thought that the Rockies were, were a good story. Uh, I thought it was it, it could have been a unique matchup, but the, the offense for the Red Sox, like from literally the first the first batter, Pedro hits a home run. It was it was it, it just felt like it was going to be another one of those, you know, two thousand and four World Series where we already saw the most uh, the most exciting part of this postseason, and, and this was just a
1: formality, right? Yeah, so I'm I I I have the same sentiment as Mike. I think that for me, I so I respected what Colorado did because once again I, I, I like Toulon Helton, Helton as a player. I don't was Whiskey was on that team too. Guess, yeah, no.
0: yeah. Who?
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: Troy yeah. Tulowitzky. Oh, Tulow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah. He 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 was a special talent. Obviously, I don't know if Cargo was there yet. Gunzal Cargo
0: Hunter. wasn't. uh What's his name was Uh Holiday,
1: Matt Holiday. Yeah, Matt Holiday. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they, they 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 had some guys there, like I said, they 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 had some guys that were going to be scrappy and be and fight. But I just felt like they were a team that had they had extended so much energy just to get there. It was the first World Series I saw, then and since that, I thought the series was over after the first game. Like I was like, right, this, this a wrap. like when you lose thirteen to one, I think after. After not losing for two months, and after not losing, it was just like okay, awesome. <laughs> it was it was almost just like, people that that listen to the show know I'm a basketball guy. It was like when their Atlanta Magic ran into the uh, the, the Rockets back in the day. The, the Magic ran through, they swept the Bulls, you know, with Michael Jordan, and then they run into Dream. They get they they lose game one, being up twenty points, and it's like oh wait, this is gonna be harder than what it is, and they never recovered. That's exactly I think what happened with Colorado. They they were young, they were coming, they were they were on fire. Um, and you know, Josh Becker comes out there after I think three, three days rest and was still throwing 97 on the corner. Not not erratic, but on the corner throwing 97 and, and, and Joe bugs boring ass. No, he's gone to begin. That's four in a row. It's like, dude, this man is fucking dealing. With, like, what like what is wrong with you? I'd, I'd have been falling out of my chair. I mean, I literally wasn't home. But I'd have been falling out of my chair as, 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 as a broadcaster. Like, he, he was just dry as the Arizona desert. But it, it, it was ridiculous. But, yeah, that that, that series is over the game. Once again, I know that people say, well, I said 2020. But I'm like, yo, when you dominate like that, and like I said, you win in that fashion. And like Mike said, when you... Cleveland was the best team remaining after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. when you walked through with that team, it was like, okay, like, it didn't matter who we faced after. Just like if we could say this now, once again, 19 years later, same thing in 04. We, we don't think about it now because of how how it happened, but when we beat the Yankees, it, like, it didn't matter who we faced. And the car, that kind of was really good. It, it was excellent. Yeah. But when you beat the Yankees the way you beat, so it's, there's no way that you're losing that after that. So I just think that that's what happened. It kind of became a theme. With us as time went but We'll get into that But I just think yeah That's that it was over after, after the first game
0: Yeah for sure uh, I thought it was pretty telling That uh, Well actually Not telling Fun fact about game one You know closed out Game one Final three outs Eric Gagne oh, oh, gonna, Took okay. a 12, 12 run lead For the Red Sox To feel comfortable Putting him <laughs> in the ninth With a lead <laughs> Still didn't feel that comfortable Welcome to the Eric Gagne Sox hour uh, <laughs> Game two. That's that's what... <laughs> uh Game two, the Red Sox. Uh, it was actually a pretty good game. Uh, it, it was it was what we expected or what I expected at least from the series. Uh, the uh, Rockies had their actual only lead of the entire series in this game in the first inning. Uh, it lasted until the fourth. Uh, the Shilling again came out last game of Curt Schilling's career last game uh, as a Boston Red Sox for card showing came out pitched five and a third one run, four hits. I remember specifically in this game, uh, Mike Lowell hit that. I think it was down the line. If I remember specifically correct, right. The double down the line. Um, yeah. And, and that was really what solidified Lowell, uh, kind of well, as, there's, as, there's as there's the MVP
1: it down the line.
0: Yeah. He, <laughs> he, uh, was the best throw-in in the history of, of MLB trades in the history of the world. So thank you Marlins for that. It, it was you know uh, it's such a the epitome of Mike Lowell too that hit where he he uh, inside out or get, stays inside on that inside fastball and just rips it down the line like that like such a solid piece of hitting for Lowell. Well, yeah, I mean
1: yeah, he had one Pavelbon, more that series that we remember too, but that happened in Colorado. What it did? No, so you were saying about that type of hit, like uh, I mean, the down the line one where, that, that he, he but he he lost that one into the stands. Um, I think might have been game four in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he went crazy that whole series. Yeah, no
2: yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you, 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 you talk about like you open the series with thirteen runs, yeah. and then you're like, okay, well, the Rockies come and they're like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna play a great game. They play a a, a great game in, in game two against uh, against an old veteran. Third, chilling, who goes five and a third, What's up one run, and then Ogojima and Pablo shut down the, uh, the Rockies. You lose that game two to one. Then game three, you, you the Red Sox shut 10 runs on them again. Like, when we say, like, for those of you listening, this series was literally over in game one, because no matter how the Rockies wanted to play, the Red Sox were just going to be better. You want to play a, a, a two-run game? Like 2-1, great, we'll win that one. You want you won want uh, 13, 10 runs, great, we'll do that too. And then uh, game four, I, it, it's, it, 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 it was just, it never felt close or imminent like the, that the Rockies were going to take advantage of
0: it. But, yeah, uh, I, the sure. moment for me was game three where it, I was like, no, there's because game three is obviously big. You know, 2-0, that's the game for the Rockies. You need to win this game. Dice came after Zaka had two RBIs. Season over. It doesn't, it doesn't matter after that. Dicey Messegaka had a line drive RBI single in the World Series. He had never had an at-bat in his major league. It was one year. But never had an at-bat in his career. He Hits an RBI single in the World Series, I guess, you, to, to break the game open.
2: To become the first Red Sox pitcher oh. to, to win a game and hit an RBI since February of
0: the that's, that's That's unreal. Unreal. Dice came out to daka two RBIs. Good, Name good three. company. Series over. <laughs> that's it. I mean, yeah, uh,
1: and then, yeah, your, your namesake, Bobby Kilty,
0: um, Mr. <laughs> Redhead himself, bro. Yeah, Kilty
1: hits it, it, a bomb into into left field, and I was like,
0: "Well, if Bobby Kilty's
1: this, doing this," so I said, you, I, you, "I said, you, this bring that." Guys,
0: this this is my favorite Red Sox team ever, and that's why because of dudes like Bobby Kilty, dudes that. Are are such insignificant parts of this team, up and down that is just makes them the most likable Red Sox roster. I I can remember. I mean, JD Drew was the least likable person on this roster, right? For sure, like a hundred percent. Besides Gagne, yeah. Well, besides Gagne, he, I I don't even see Gagne as actually a part of this roster. You know, He's got a ring. <laughs> um, he does have a ring. That's that's so wild. That's so wild. Um, but I mean, just think about these names. Like, so obviously, Veritech, this was the season where we traded back for Mirabelli for the Wakefielders, that whole thing. The um, helicopter. Yep. Yet Euclis, oh, yeah. Yeah, Euclid, Chris, <laughs> Ellsberry. Oh, Eric Hinski was on this squad. Eric Alex, Kins- Al- Yeah. Alex, uh, Alex Cora was yeah, on this team. Royce Clayton. Like, this team, top to bottom, was just awesome. The entire Speaking squad wow. was just awesome. Just like, wow, there's, there's a reason. What, what what a name drop. There's a reason why this is this is this is like my prized Red Sox possession. All right, when I think about the Red Sox of now, and it gets me sad. I look at this picture. Remember the glory days of the 2007 the team was awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like it was a uh, uh, a lot like uh, it felt like '04 in the sense that it was it, it was great to win, but this felt like an like. 0-4 was the most important because obviously you broke you broke the curse, but this year uh, in two thousand seven you were in first place from April eighteenth on. You win the division, you win the pennant, you win the World Series. Like yep. it, it would,
0: you just you left no fucking doubt. Yeah, yeah, I think that was so huge for the the psyche of Red Sox fans too because yankees fans could always still kind of throw that at you where they're like, well. Took the biggest joke ever. You guys weren't actually good. You just got lucky. Like, well, you didn't actually ever win a World Series. We just blew it. We would have won it. We yeah. didn't just blow it. Well, guess what? We fucking dominated everyone, beginning to end, no matter what. I don't have many other final. So, spoiler alert, game four happens. They, they won game four. They swept the Rockies in the World Series. That's how good this team was a team that had won 20 of 21 games, swept their That's way good, so, to the so World so much- Series they then get their ass swept right out just as fast as they got there. That That's what this Red Sox team did. I don't have many other thoughts, except I loved this Red Sox team. Like I said, it makes me so sad to look at the state of the Red Sox and remember what a squad this team really was, man, from, from top to bottom. Uh, there's dudes on this Red Sox roster who played maybe 30 games, who would be the top four players. Man, the Red Sox are doing better now, but like top, Five six players on the Red Sox right now, and they barely played on this team. They were just a squad. The only person, only reliever I didn't like was Javi Lopez. I fucking hated that guy in his sidearm delivery.
2: It's just worth noting. Like, look if you ever just want to like look back at this team and just and just let's just say their final seven games, like the last three against the Indians and the the four against the Rockies, and those seven games, this this team scored thirty runs. (laughs) I mean, there you go. Sorry, sorry, not not thirty. They scored sixty runs. They scored thirty in the final three games against the Indians and twenty-nine in the four games against uh, against the Rock uh, against the Rockies. They they averaged almost ten runs a game the final seven games of the postseason. I mean, just Amazing. unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I know. Should have went back to back, but it's okay. They I know. Back
0: to back bullshit. I know. Cool fun facts from this dirty water comes out of this season for the Red Sox as their victory song. I'm pretty sure. Um, no. No, oh, so for before before. this. Well, before. It was our fuck. Nah, came out. Of shipping shipping up the Boston was this season. Yes. Though. Uh Palpabon did his whole, you know, dancing, dancing thing on 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 the pitching mound. That that was pretty cool and yeah. It's like and World series champion. Mike Lowell wins World Series MVP Mike, out of, uh, out, of uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, one World Series MVP. Uh I thought they should have given it to Dice-K personally for the for that uh, game four performance where he was showy, showy Ot- Otani himself, uh, just raking line drives and can people sitting him down. But you know, that's my own opinion. Um, like I said, I just love this Red Sox team. Man. It is. There's no better team that uh, summarizes my Red Sox experience. Cause like I said, I I've never been to more games than this. I felt like I won a world series. You know, I, I ran the streets in Boston. I did all that shit. One of my friends got arrested for hitting a police dog with a broom because we had swept him. He oh, animal cruelty! Super dr- yeah, yeah it, it, was, great. It, was, it was. It was. It was. It was. He's such a fucking idiot. we were like, bro, don't go near that fucking dog. What are you doing? He's like, oh, huh? that's great. It hit him with it. it we good times, though. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, I know, like animal cruelty to bring up the of, the, of a. No, of I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a good time that he hit. It was bad. He got arrested for a reason. He's a fucking idiot. Drunk what? college kids are so fucking stupid, especially when they win World Series. Um, i just go to, we're just going to, Ray. Yeah, right. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, uh, they're free account. Yeah, <laughs> uh, listen, I, yeah, I, I was, I was, and I said it a few moments ago, but I was happy to see that Lester came back in that series and, you know, and was able to, well, that year, but obviously he was the one that closed out. He, yeah, he, he closed it. He, he was, a, he was a pitcher of record season for for game four. I'll never forget, you know, Powell Bond getting that final strikeout. Verite jumping into his arms. They're going crazy. But, yeah, like I said, a team that just did what they had from, from April to, you know, to, to October. And this is, like I said, I have another personal favorite that's coming. But, like I said, this is this is number two for sure. I just in my senior year of high school. You know, obviously, you know, the Patriots were in the middle of what they were doing at the time. You know, something to, something to got KG, they ended up doing something special later on that year. So it, it was it was a fun time to be a Boston fan at that time. And like I said, getting in high school, seeing seeing Boston dominate. Like it, it, it was really cool at the time. So I I miss it for sure.
2: Like I, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's hard to follow that. This was uh this this team was a wagon. I think it, it is if it's not one of if the best Red Sox team the last 20, 25 years. I, I think just from
0: just from top to bottom, they didn't catch fire. They were fire. Only only 2018 compares, right? It's the only one that compares to how good this team was. I don't oh. was 2018 in first for the entirety of the season. Yeah, yeah they Beg- were the beginning to end. same yeah. thing. You won one hundred That's game. good. Yeah, yeah I, guess, um, I guess you're right then.
1: That, that's by far the best team, though, but, but we'll get into that. But that's the best team.
0: Yeah, how so many years later? How many? How many years later is it? Yeah, they're all fucking gone. Yeah, so these guys
1: are pretty quickly too after this year too. So just, uh, that's that's. It that's, may even gone yeah. the next year. That's fucking wild. But that's a whole other conversation
0: But yeah, I mean, listen, 2007 Boston Red Sox won another goddamn championship. Man, it, it, it's it's unbelievable. There there are people in in Boston championship lore and in Boston sports lore who literally were born watched Red Sox games every day of their life and never saw them win a championship. Not one time. There's like a lot of people that we know personally that, that lived and died without seeing the Boston Red Sox win a championship. We just saw them win two in three years. Technically four. Yeah. Tech four seasons. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable and the way they did it too with with kind of uh going against the red sox lower of old where you know we blow the series and we blow these moments and, and we don't get these calls and all these things everything turned for these red sox teams and i'll still always bring it back to this it's because of the championship mentality and uh mindset DNA 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 right See, funny how that happens the championship DNA that was instilled in the city of Boston by the New England Patriots in the start of their run and as much as I hate them I still give them credit for the Red Sox breaking these curses for these two World Series all of being forever dead to those New England Patriots and all these goddamn championships that we keep talking about championship rewrap We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, where are where, where we, where we shipping off to next? Was it 2000, what's next? 2008? So, You guys well, already did 2008. We, it's, it's, what, 2011 well, we, now. But 2008 is going to be releasing soon. So, did we already release 2008? We did, didn't we? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're skipping yeah, over yeah, we're, we're, we're skipping forward to 2011 or our next one. So, yeah, I mean, until then, to quote Mike, or to quote Rayshon, I guess, where well, we're going, we don't need roads. Championship DNA, championship rewrap. We're up.
2: Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.
1: Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, Free From Bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of u.S politics the congressional record daily digest an electric cast production electric Ass.
2: electric, Ass. electric Ass.